Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a good day. We're having a great day. Um, they're freezing us out here in sunny Southern California. Heat wave outside, but somebody said, like, ah, screw it. Let's crank up the AC. Let's have a good time. Uh, we got an incredible show for you. Alexander Madison's going to join us, I think. Maybe. Maybe not. We don't really know. Gerard Mayo, maybe. Maybe not. He's a former All-Pro linebacker. He's an assistant coach with the, with the Patriots. If we have a choice, like, I like Alexander Madison. I think he'd be awesome. Can we find a way to get Gerard Mayo to, can you call him and, and tell his people that we want, we really want Thank you. Okay, good. Um, that's the thumb up from Jason Stewart, who's actually probably one of the bigger celebrities. That's because all of these radio shows, there are like 40 or 50 big radio shows that are here. He's worked for all of them. That's really, that's, that's which is a good thing. It's, we have similarities in our background in that we've worked for everybody, which also means we can't keep a job with anybody. So however you want to view it. Um, this is a true story. All these stories are true. So to start the week, I get a list of all our potential guests. Um, Ed McCaffrey's supposed to stop by today. Icky Woods, we, he was walking around. We can get him today. I know Cam Jordan's going to join us live later on in the hour. But I said, you know, I really want Annie Agar. And, and he's just like, I don't know who that person is. That's, that's, that's what he said. And I said, um, okay, do you know the videos, the, the weekly recap videos for college and pro and the conference meetings and the playoff meetings? He's like, I still don't know what you're talking about. Then I showed him. He's like, oh, I love those videos. I said, so do I. Annie's the young woman in the videos. He's like, oh, well, let's book her. And here she is. Now, is it Agar? Agar? Agar, yep. Okay, Agar. Yep. Annie Agar joins us of social media fame. Like She also works for Bally's and Stadium Sports. But you are... You're that girl. You, this is a, like a cottage industry of, of these. So how, how did that come to be? Yeah, you know, well, thank you, first of all. I appreciate all the uh, claim to fame there. Uh, I, you know, I started this when COVID first had happened, and we, I was working in local news, and I didn't have anything to cover, really, because sports had come to a complete standstill. And uh, I saw a need with fans that, we, you know, we, we, it was very dark times, and we kind of were getting down on ourselves. Nobody remembered that it was okay to, to be comedic, you know, this comedic funny. relief that we still wanted. Yeah, and, and laugh. It was okay to laugh still, people. And we just had been ramping up for the Big Ten. We were about to cover some spring games. And so I personally, you know, living, growing up in the Big Ten territory, I knew that dynamic pretty well. So I thought we were all doing these Zoom calls. How funny would it be to see the Big Ten? Because they're probably doing a Zoom call trying to get football up and running again. Sure. How funny would that be? Because they do all, and, I, and I've experienced this, they all hate each other. So that, that meeting would have been hilarious. So I, I did it on TikTok one day. I just had gone on TikTok, didn't know a thing about it. My younger sister said, as a millennial, do not get on. I did not know where the record button was. So I learned a lot in the past couple months. And I I'm just I did a video and it was a great format for it and it it, it just took it took okay, off. Wait, 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 wait. don't don't skip steps okay, here. Okay, 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 so this is when 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 did you do it? May 2020. Okay, so it's May 2020. The whole world is shut down. Yep. Right. Uh, that's when people are thank God for Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. Tom, Tom Brady <laughs> deciding to leave the Patriots helped us. The Last Gave Dance. Us yep. The Last Dance documentary. I, mean, I know I lived it. We did you know sports radio shows with Tiger no games. King, yeah. And then that's we had all. Tiger King. Yeah. And then you. Okay. <laughs> 
So you post this thing. When you, when you had your TikTok account at the time, how many followers did you have? Ten. You had ten followers. Ten followers. Okay. Yep. So you post it in May. How long before somebody texted you like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. I love that. Well, so the first, I did the, the first video in May. And okay, then, so who, and held was- the, who held the phone? Did you? I set it up on a little, I didn't even have, you know, those ring lights they have, those yeah. fancy, I didn't even have that. I set it on a bunch of books and I had like a light, just an, a lamp without the light shade on in the background. In your apartment? In my, in my, oh, even better. I had moved back home because of COVID. So I was in my childhood bedroom yes. where I grew up shooting, <laughs> I probably look so stupid, shooting a video on my phone set up against a bunch well, this of Well, this is like the, the home videos that everybody uses. Eventually, you know, when you get married, right, they post that yeah, thing. Yep. Only the entire world has seen yeah. this video, right? And it, it, it's on the internet. Don't worry, it's on the internet. It'll go away. Like, yeah, not, not going anywhere. Not going. <laughs> Joe Rogan's like, wait, did, did things go away? No, they actually don't go anywhere. Sorry. Um, okay. So so you post it, and it's in your own your your childhood bedroom. Yep. Um, when when okay, so when was the, give just give me the first reaction of, yeah. of how how. It, so I had I had done it on TikTok. I didn't even put it out on Twitter because I didn't know that there was a you know a need for it on Twitter really. So on TikTok it got some traction. You know people it, it I think it had about. 5,000 likes, which is the most likes I've, I'd had on a video so far. And then somebody had taken it from TikTok, and that that, I, that happened on a Sunday. I posted it on Sunday. Monday morning, my phone was blowing up, and on and on Twitter, someone had taken it, posted it on Twitter, and people were tagging me in it because I, you know, you can you can find the person on their TikTok handle, but if they don't tag you on Twitter, you can't. So people were tagging me in it, and and then I got uh, Desmond Howard retweeted it, Kirk Herbstreit retweeted it, and that's when I realized this is a this could be a big thing. And by the end of that day, it had 1.2 million views. And how many followers did you have on Twitter before? And how many followers did you have after that day? Um, I think I had two, I had close to 2,000 on Twitter. The end of the day, I, I don't remember. I maybe a couple thousand I'd gotten out of it, but now I mean now I'm two. I have 270,000. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's the really the whole thing is unbelievable. It, it's really it's really cool. Okay, <laughs> so, but what were these all these jokes and all one-liners and look with conferences if you follow a conference everybody knows the like okay i'm a big 12 guy right so texas tech and you would you would make a joke about them throwing tacos at people right and (laughs) and and you have little brother schools you know in in the big 10 michigan state has classically been called little brothers so all those so did who wrote it who who helped you with it i wrote everything Yep. And I, you know, I wanted, when I do the jokes, I have my own jokes, right? You know, based on my experience, like you just said, we have our own experiences of college football, NFL, but I wanted the jokes to be relatable to all the fan bases. So I'll sit on Twitter. I'll, I'll look at what the fan bases are talking about, what, what they perceive a certain situation to be like, because they all experience it in different ways. You know, they're all going to be biased. So I, I try and make the jokes that fit those fan bases. So it's a ton of research to make sure that I'm pushing out the right kind of joke um, that not only I think is funny, but that the fan will all, the fans will also be to relate to and that's what's great when they retweet a video and they say like that's exactly that's exactly how I feel yes. that's what I want that's what I want to accomplish so uh, yeah it's a lot of research goes into it and I try to really make jokes that those fan bases can align with okay so then now you got to do a follow-up one right it's like you can't be <laughs> can't be a one-hit wonder right what was the follow-up video uh that people wanted me to do other conferences so i did the big 10 and then i i think i did the sec next you gotta do the sec did the sec next acc um big 12 pac 12 i did all the power fives and then I, and then that kind of that wrapped up so, so how how long was the space in between the first one and the second one and the second one and the third one yeah i told people i didn't want to push one out but a lot of people had been asking after that first one so i think i waited 
I think I waited two to three weeks to, to really make sure that it didn't seem like I was just trying to throw out content. So what, what are your parents saying this, this time when they're, they're like, you, you've gone from, oh, Annie's recording something in her bedroom, some, some, some talk tick Let me or tell something you what, like that. I've never seen my dad run to buy a ring light quicker in my life. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, very supportive of it. And uh, yeah, and it just, I just kept doing videos and, and they kept getting traction. So it just went from there. Um, and then at what point in time now, you're still, we're still kind of locked down. But then as we got, when you got out of the house, there had to be like people coming up to you like, oh my God, <laughs> I love your videos. It was, it was really cool. Cause yeah, we, we hadn't seen people right. al let alone for months. And then all of a sudden having people say, you know, the same thing you did, that the videos kind of helped them through COVID. That was the coolest thing. And that's, people have asked me that today. You know, what was your, what was your intention with these videos? And honestly, it was just to, I love connecting with people and I love doing it over social media, but I also, my, my dad and I have this dry sense of humor. That's how we can, my love language is basically making fun of you. So if I, if yes. I roast you, then, you know, I care about you. So it's a great way to show people my personality on top of connecting with them all and giving them something to laugh at. And that's that was the coolest thing when people would say, hey, you, you gave me a reason to laugh every Tuesday, you know, every time you did the NFL videos throughout COVID or the, the college football videos. That was that was the coolest. Um, have you have you had one that was I'm going to do use a line that my kids <laughs> use cringe. Where you're like, uh, that wow, was that did trendy not word. that that did not. I did. I didn't. And. Have you have you had one like that? You know what's funny is now that I've I've really developed and you know you, it happens everything you do you, you learn you and yeah exactly well you get better and better yes and now looking back at my old videos I'm like oh my god those are so bad they were so well and and people still like them which is great but now I've looked at the the you know how I've advanced and how my jokes I think flow a lot better I'm like oh cringe yeah yeah percent so yeah. you still write them all yourself I do all myself yep. I, have you found a way to monetize it yet? Other than like your own personal, have you found a way to like, yeah. like, like this is brought to you by DraftKings. <laughs> this is brought to you by, by right. Bet River Sportsbook. <laughs> well, that's what's been great. I, I um, am repped by Debbie Spander, who's one of the best agents. I absolutely love her. And she's worked with me to align with certain brands that we agree with. So I don't want to just say, yeah, like every video is sponsored by a different brand that I don't actually use. You know, uh, we, we did a deal with Head and Shoulders, which I, I love because in the videos I'm changing shirts, right? right. Every, every time. And I do that in live action. I don't sit there and shoot all of the jets in one one shoot because I want that to be I want it to look like they're actually responding to each other. So my hair is constantly a disaster. So I told Debbie, let's align with a, a shampoo brand because that's actually what I use and that makes sense. So we are we're we're doing these um, brand deals, which is absolutely great. Obviously, the the gig with Bally's has been great too. So yeah, we are definitely. We're making a living from it. And all I right. Like it. That's pretty like cool. It. And I'm sure we're all going to wait on bated breath for the Super Bowl <laughs> recap one. Oh, yeah, one. baby. I got, I'm is ready it, for is, it. Is Snoop Dogg going to be involved in this? In this or we might have we, to do M &M. Are we only going <laughs> to have, you know, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre's ex-wife, who she did well for herself recently. There you go. Um, but we, there's there's a lot of, I'm just throwing out possible content ideas. Start writing it down. I like Got to start writing. This is what everybody else will be at parties this weekend. <laughs> I'll be sitting in the corner. Annie's, like. in, Annie's in there. <laughs> Annie Agar, you check her out on Twitter. You can see these i'm sure you've already seen the video oh yeah i love those videos <laughs> this is the voice to the name that you got to know thanks so much for joining us of course thanks for having me on this is doug gottlieb show here on fox sports radio um J jason stewart making sure we clean up shop oh we're gonna have gerard mayo that's awesome plus cam jordan's gonna stop by both of them upcoming next but first bet river sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete Sports betting experience, the foundation of that experience, is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that, live streaming of sports every day. And uh, 
Look, there's almost always a live match to watch on BetRivers Sportsbook right in your phone. BetRivers features top-tier customer service, ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, with unique rush pay system, BetRivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. Now, customer satisfaction is their number one priority, and BetRivers is going to match your first deposit up to $250. Unlike some other sportsbooks, BetRivers only requires a one-time pay-through that turns your bonuses into straight cash, homie. Uh, and um, look, they only require a one-time pay-through for that for that uh, for, for for that time. Experience the difference. Go to betrivers.com. That's B-E-T-R-I-V-E-R-S.com. BetRivers Sportsbook. You must be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Now, this guy would know a thing or two about playing in a Super Bowl. He played in one, of course, now part of a defense that saw a complete turnaround, kind of fell apart at the end of the year. We'll get to that. He's the linebacker coach for the New England Patriots. He's synonymous with the Patriots, the only team he ever played for. Gerard Mayo joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Gerard, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Um, no, pleasure's all ours. When I say Super Bowl week, having played and won a Super Bowl, what memories come to your mind? Yeah, you know, those are, I feel like life is all about moments, right? I know we always look at our clock and, you know, the time, what time is it, but it's all about creating moments, and this is one of those opportunities. Now, someone's going to walk away with a sad moment, and someone's going to walk away with a great moment that they'll remember the rest of their lives, but it's definitely, uh, it's, it's an exciting time at the same time. These guys have to look at it as a business trip, uh, because we lost in 2011 as well. Right, so I've lost one and won one, so sure. I know both sides of the fence when it comes to that. But you know, best of luck to those guys, and hopefully they create moments that'll last a lifetime. I, I want the record to state I did not bring up the loss. I pretended like it. I pretended like it, it, it didn't <laughs> you did happen. You pretend like it never happened. No, I, 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 I did. Uh, so, so I guess that that there is the the question: like, what memories are stronger, the loss or the win? Uh, for me, uh, the loss is stronger, you know, because I was hurt. I was hurt in that last game, um, against Seattle. So I was on the sideline, but you know, the loss definitely hurt bad. Um, you know, because there were plays throughout that game that I vividly remember where if we would have just, if we would have just made that play or just made that play, if you have too many of those, you end up losing the Super Bowl. So, uh, those, those are the ones you definitely, they stink for a long time. Tom Brady retired. Obviously he was a, he was the leader. He was the quarterback. Um, you experienced a win with him in the Super Bowl. You experienced a loss. When I when 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 people talk about Tom Brady, we're all just viewers. We all just experienced it through a television set or watching in per- person. I, I've made the case that like, look, you can point out Aaron Rodgers more athletic. Other guys might throw a better ball, but winning is not an accident, right? There's a reason this guy. What what is it? What's the secret sauce? That has allowed Tom Brady I mean, to win. Yeah, he, he's the ultimate competitor, and I would say he's able to change the page faster than most. You know, I remember coming back from, I think we were playing the Chargers. It was somewhere on the West Coast. Uh, we were coming back east, and we had just won the game. He was already looking at the next game on the film. He wasn't even studying the game that we just won. He was already moving on, and that just mentality to me has always been something that I thought was a strength of his. Another thing I don't want to get lost, like – 
those you know New England's had some great teams over those years as well, sure. right? You talk about a bunch of good players, Hall of Fame players. You know, think about when I came into the league on that defense alone. You know, you had Richard Seymour, Vince Wilford, Teddy Bruschi, Mike Vrabel, Rodney Harrison in the back end. You had Randy Moss, Wes Welker. You had Kevin Falk. Like those teams were stacked. Too, stacked. Now. Let's not get it. No, let's no, not no, get no. it twisted. Like if you would have if you would have put Tom on on another team during that time, like say Cleveland, Cleveland during those years then it would have been a little bit different but those teams were those teams were pretty good no no question about it what what was the decision like to get into coaching uh you know it was easy you know i, I actually took 3 years off and i went and worked in corporate america for uh, united health group optum which is the health health uh uh, the health services side of the fence. But I actually did that for three years, but I always had the itch to come back and coach and be around the guys. And for me, it's all about developing, developing people. Uh, I get more excited when those guys make plays than they do. I get more excited when they make a Pro Bowl or get a new contract than they do. Because for me, it's about how do I put this mirror in front of their face and show them the things that they are doing wrong so they can get to where they want to go. Right or become the player that they want to become, and so I enjoy doing that. Whether we're talking about coaching, whether we're talking about with my kids, you know, I have four kids here. Same thing. It's just about developing people, and I believe in servant leadership, and that's kind of how I live. What happened to Judon, for example, at the end of the year? What happened? This team was, and especially your guys' side of the ball, the defense was trending in the way of being a dominant group, and then it seemed to fall apart late. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, first of all, let's give credit to you know some of the teams that we played. You know, as far as game plan, the coaches and players included. Um, you think about it, the Dolphins and even Buffalo twice, right? And, you know, that's uh, that's always a tough matchup. But you're right. You know, we faded at the end, and that's just something. And, and I take that on my shoulders, uh, 100% squarely. Uh, it's it's our jobs as coaches to make sure these guys are ready to go and feel comfortable with the game plan. Now, in saying that, I'm not talking about rah-rah speeches. I'm talking about, you know, these guys feel comfortable with the game plan. They're able to go out there and play fast, not be paralyzed through analyzing what's going on. And and that's our job, and we just got to do a better job of that going forward. So I look forward to having these key free agents that we had this past year really go into year two with a better understanding of our offense and defense, right, and really how we how we operate here in New England and see what we can put out on the field this upcoming year. You, you obviously were a former great player. You're a Super Bowl champion. You're well-decorated. You're, you're doing the little things uh, early on in your career to ultimately, I would assume, be a, not just a coordinator but, but a head coach. I, you're, you're not blind, deaf, or dumb. You know about the Brian Flores lawsuit. Obviously, he's connected with the Patriots. What, what's your reaction to Brian's lawsuit? Yeah, you know, I, I totally understand his. Uh, I totally understand uh, B. Flo's frustration. Uh, I understand the the generation before me. I think it's, I think it's key. You have to pay homage to the generation before you. At the same time, not stand in line, like some people will want you to do. But you have to say, like, all right, Leslie Frazier. This guy's been doing it at a high level for a long time. What's the problem? B. Flo, he's done it at a high level. First time, you know, they've had winning seasons and back to back years. Like, what's the problem? You got to look at guys like even even the enemy. Like, I don't know the full stories either, so I'm not sitting here saying these guys should have jobs or shouldn't what I'm saying is these guys should have legitimate shots and you know it's kind of frustrating you know from their perspective now from my personal perspective I have I've had three interviews over the last two years right one with the Eagles last year and two this year with the Raiders and the and the Broncos now it was it did I know it was an uphill uh, uphill battle absolutely 
at the same time, I think I, I presented myself well. I think those guys walked away uh, impressed with what I had to say um, and just my overall presence. Um, so from my perspective, I went into all those situations as these are learning experiences for me totally. because I'm a younger coach, right? And that's how I looked at it, right? You're not, I mean, you got you got to do you got to go through the process to know how to do the process, right? I mean, it's it's a yeah, it, but. But what I would say about that is like what is like what is the process? Because what what happens most of the time, and this is what the military is kind of run into as well, right? And so, and this is why a lot of high performers in the military are like, forget this, I'm getting out, I'm going to the private sector. But like most of the time, people say, all right, you have to be a quality control, then you become a position coach, then you become a coordinator, then you become a head coach, right? So wherever that line, like however that timetable was put into place, I think you really have to rethink that because. Because those skill sets needed to do each one of those jobs is different. Right, the different same thing a, with the military, where but, it's like, all right, you got to do this for five but, years before you get promoted to lieutenant. All right, but, you got to do this I, for I, ten years I, before you get promoted. You know, and so that's a problem, and so people get bored. I, I don't, I don't necessarily yeah. think that. I don't think you have to be. I don't think you have to climb the ladder in terms of every job. I, when I'm talking about the process, I mean just the process of interviewing. Right. Like you have to you have to go through you have to have a couple of interviews to know how to interview, know what you need to oh, do to prepare. Sure. Right. I mean, like that is I, I, I mean, like I, I would I would assume you learned a lot after your first interview. You're like, man, I, I had never done that before. Now I feel like the next time I'll be more prepared. The next time I'll be more prepared. And then when 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 everything aligns. Right. Then it's then you get the job. Like that's I mean, uh, uh, B flow is the perfect example. The year before he got the job, I know a team he interviewed for. And they were like, I think he's like a year or two years away. But he was really impressive, right. presented himself well, but maybe just a couple of tweaks. Other guys, they don't. I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I would. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing. It's like a part of the industry that we're not really privy to. And you don't know until you actually go through it. And I'm sure after going through it, you're now the next time. Even even more prepared. All right, last thing. This is the easiest partnership probably you've ever done, right? Last name is Mayo, <laughs> and you're and you're you're pushing Hellman's Mayo uh, on us. But I I want to. What is your favorite thing to have Mayo on? Look, I I love to put Mayo on everything. I'm talking club sandwiches. I'm talking deviled eggs. I'm talking Parmesan crusted chicken. My wife makes a nice Parmesan crusted chicken nice. with Hellman's mayonnaise. Don't ask me how she does it because she's a chef, but it's fantastic, and um, th- those are my those are my go tos. All right, well, listen, uh, you, you got to pick up your Hellman's uh, Mayo. Get ready for the big game, and remember Gerard Mayo, who soon I'm sure will be a head coach in the Nash Football League. Don't forget the little people along the way, and thanks for being our guest. Never, I uh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Deal Zone is a great like. I'm going to use that expression for a lot of things. Uh, listen, can you call me later? Uh, yeah, uh, me and the old lady, me and the lady are in the deal zone right now. I, I <laughs> we're think in the, we're in the deal zone. I think it's apropos for an auto sale because you know, right early on, you're not in the deal zone. We're in the deal zone. Nobody's ready to we're make a deal. We're in the deal zone. We're in the deal zone. Oh. Whatever That's, the deal zone is, it's the opposite of the friend zone. It, it's yes. the opposite. Yes, we're, we're yes. making deals. Yes, yes. It's the red zone of uh, of uh, of deals. Right, the red zone is the, the deal zone. Sure, the deal zone. Um, to to piggyback on my discussion with Gerard Mayo, your favorite use of mayo is what? <laughs> We've had this discussion with Dan. Uh, oh, for me, <laughs> you hate mayo. Yes, taking it and throwing it into the garbage. I hate mayo. <laughs> I would take it. I would buy mayo and I would go home and I would meet. You know that meme when they take like 
peeps or whatever, and they just throw it into the trash right away, that would be it with mayo. Yeah. It was no, like that part yeah. on Ted Lasso when uh, they're like, how do you take your uh, tea? And he's like, I, I usually take it to the garbage and say, you got, got something wrong, give me my coffee. <laughs> hey, Louis. Man, nobody talks about Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lasso, CrossFit, Wordle. How'd you go on Wordle today? I actually did pretty well. I did well on Wordle today, too. My Man, starting word so did, did me good today. Well, here, here was, I, I tried a different tactic today. Tell me if this makes sense to you. I, because my first word got me two letters, I decided to use, like, the next two words to try and get all five letters. You know, so I used different letters, all, you know, all three mm-hmm. times. And then that's exactly what I had. And then it was really, really easy. Wait a minute. You didn't use the letters you knew you had? You used five completely different letters? Correct. Wow, that's a tactic. I didn't know that was common. It's, I don't it? know if it's common. I don't, I don't, it's I don't, have, I don't have word you conversations. Sacri- you're today. sacrificing a line. Yes. And considering there's 28 letters in the alphabet, there's 30 spots on the Wordle board, you should be able to reveal a bunch of them. Correct. Yeah, correct. Uh, there's 28 or there are 26? Uh, there's 26 letters, yeah, I believe, right. in the alphabet. There's 26 yeah. letters in the alphabet, I, I believe. I was like 28. No, I was talking about umlauts. 28? 28 letters in the alphabet? <laughs> I added two. <laughs> if you were going to add a For letter. For 2022. What letters yeah. were added that I wasn't aware of? I was... I was <laughs> I was, I was, I was kind of th- thinking of. Uh, <laughs> Did we just hit a? Are we in the dead zone? We're the, uh, we're, we are not in the deal Wordle, zone. Wordle, by the you. way, if Wordle was five lines, I think it would be much more pu- difficult. You keep pushing for this five-line Wordle. Okay, Wordle yeah. has already yeah. been created and then sold to the New York Times. It's over. It's done. You, Maybe it, it would be Wordle with no E because it would just be then five letters. You come up with your own one. I don't know what the plans are for the New York Times, but I just assumed at some point that people would just ruin it and just be like, hey, you could do eight wordles in an hour. It's like, to me, the perfect pace is once One a, a day, day, share it with your significant other and go to work or have your coffee or do what you got to do. I just don't want to not get the wordle. I feel like shame is going to. When you get to five. Right? There's a lot of pressure. You, you get, get, you get yeah, a lot of pressure there. No doubt. I haven't done. Let's see. I think I've done twenty, and I I, can't, I got to six twice, and that you're definitely bare knuckles at that point. I have not gotten a six yet. I've, I've always been fifth, but I've got I've, I have not gotten a one or two word deal ever, like not even close. So I would say I I think there's just a tremendous amount of pressure when you get there. It just is. You get to that fifth line, you're like. I don't want to be the guy who says, how'd you do Wordle Day? Like, yeah, today was the day the streak came to an end. <laughs> Have you had one where you haven't gotten it? No. Have you had one where you That's end? why I keep on Not saying the five. Right. Yeah, he wants five. He wants less. But, I mean, what, what do you think is more like, pressure-packed? Like, when you have to make that free throw at the end of a game with all the fans, like, doing this? No. Or the sixth word of Wordle? Sixth word of Wordle. <laughs> sixth word of Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm asking the wrong guy, though, right? Free, free throw jokes. Wow. A little too Holy sensitive. Holy gosh. What the heck's wrong with you? No, I, I honestly thought that this is interesting. I honestly thought J.J. Redick had a point on first take, which is a good one, which is like, and we, I've said this before about like Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's not he's not good under pressure. Like, how, how would you? There's pressure every, every big game he plays. And though there may have more magnitude in the results, in the wins and losses, I will, within the context of a game, you feel pressure or you don't feel pressure. That's it. There's no, like, overwhelming. Do I think that the lead-up to the Super Bowl provides a little bit more stress and pressure? Yes, I, that, that's fine. I, I can. 
But I still think when you're competing in a game, there's pressure on you to perform. There's pressure on you to win. And you feel bad when you fail. I don't necessarily think there's such a wide variance because of the level of importance in the result. Does that make sense? Completely does. Right. So, like, the point is a missed free throw, and I've missed free throws at a lot of different levels. Um, the anxiety over uh, – basically, it's like an anxiety attack when for, for me in terms of being a bad free throw shooter. The anxiety, it sometimes wasn't there in the biggest of games. Oftentimes, it was in a, in a rather reasonable game. You get up there and, like, your whole body loses its energy and you shoot the ball and it's – you know, it, it like hits the block. You know, it's just so far off. Um, so I don't think that, that pressure necessarily is always or even sometimes related to the magnitude of the result of the game. I like the uh, story that John Sunvold told you on the uh, yet not released yes. version of the All Ball podcast. I mean, it's not live. Where he no. had to do a free throw in front of a bunch of players with a, with a button shirt on. But button-down shirt on. It's got to be harder he than was, it sounds. He was, he was retired for several years. He was calling a game on ESPN, and the coach, at Kelvin Sampson, Oklahoma, came out and said, hey, we're all done if you make, a, if you make two free throws, and he had a button-down on. Now, John Sunvold, as you know, was a great shooter, but he's like, I, people didn't know, like, I've had multiple shoulder surgeries. I hadn't shot sure. in whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got a button-down on. He did throw yeah. in that, you know, I made it. I made him. Of course. Yeah, no, no. Well, I think he, he said he swished both. Yes. But, I mean, but but there was some anxiety. There was. There. That's all ball that will be released tomorrow uh, wherever you download podcasts, including the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast and others on iTunes. What were you going to say? No, I was, you know, Paul George. Like, you get these things popping up on, on Twitter. Like, we told the story about Larry Bird. That recently popped up on – he told it years ago. I think he may have told it to – uh, Slam Magazine told it to Petro some money, but about Larry Bird just coming in and hitting like 15 straight in dress clothes, and everybody in the Pacers is like, "What the? That's it's not easy. It is. It's not easy." Uh, and Larry Bird, uh, he was one time. Last time I was in Orlando at the pre-draft camp, he was wearing some awful topsider loafers, and I was like, "That's just ruining my image of Larry Bird." You know, like some signed 17 uh, terrible, terrible shoes for a guy of his magnitude. He should always wear the Converse weapons. When are those coming back out? Do you remember the Converse weapons? Yeah, they were incredible. Choose those, your weapon. Those commercials were awesome. Choose your weapon. And bird. bird and magic yeah. in them, right? I also had Doctor J. Oh, yeah. Why is and Nike owns Converse? Why don't they come back out with the, the weapons? And I, I do admit that the, I hated the Celtics during that time. That was the height of my my Laker fandom. And but those shoes were awesome. The black. Uh, Converse shoes that he wore were incredible. Much better than the purple and yellow. That uh, well, there was Magic green sports. and white. Well, there's black and white. No, no, as well. it was a, yeah, like a, maybe it was a dark, real dark green. But I thought they were badass back in the day. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Um, possibly Cam Jordan. Possibly Icky Icky Woods. Possibly the press. Next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I still don't know what that effect is called that they have in this song. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. I think it's... Uh, it's like the, a megaphone, right? Yeah. Does it sound like a McDonald's megaphone? McDonald's drive-thru. Uh. That's, <laughs> no, that's the... Breathe in, breathe out, breathe Oh, man. I'll take a cheeseburger. Big Mac. Fries. I think Doug just used the same sound effect for the deal zone. The exact same. We can't yeah, hear the deal you. zone. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think your voice is. Yeah. 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 Is your mic deal in zone? front or are you on the your wrong mi- headset? I, I, there you go. There we go. Okay. They should actually do that when you pull up in the drive through. It's not the drive through anymore. It's the deal zone. It's the deal zone. You pulled up into the deal zone, right? Yeah. I'm in the deal zone. I had a, a – how much time do we have here? I got, I got time. Check out the latest science in World of Sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trust name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, I am not going to tell you I, – I, they're not a sponsor of the show, but I'm not going to crush them nonetheless because I'm not going to blame them because I don't think there's anything technically wrong with their food. But there is a chain – which is very West Coast specific. It is a Mexican food chain, okay, um, that my daughter loves, okay? It's fairly inexpensive, and it's kind of yummy, right? And um, so she, she, she rides horses. So there's a, there was a horse show in, it's called Thermal, California, right? Thermal is past Palm Springs. It's like past La Quinta. It's like the last outpost before you get out of the Palm Springs, Palm Desert area, right? So I, I said, like, look, like, let's make, a, let's make a night of it. It's a two, two and a half hour trip. Like, let's go get a nice dinner. All right, we'll get a nice dinner. It'll be a nice drive. She got to listen to her music, which is, she, she has a very eclectic musical taste, which I enjoy. She's a funny, fun kid. So I'm like, oh, where do you want to go? We go anywhere you want. There's every chain restaurant, you know. There's always some small restaurants, and I know some restaurants. I want to go to this fast food chain. It's my favorite. Like, really? Yeah. So, okay. So, that's where we go. And she's like, I don't really want to go in. So, we kind of just made a date of it where we went and got this specific. And we sat in the car. We listened to music. And we had and we had uh, tacos from this place. Tacos. And I got a burrito as well as a taco. I'm telling you, from the moment I dropped her off until I had to pull off before I... It, 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 my stomach was just not able to handle that anymore. I had a feeling. I had a feeling it was going this direction. I just was not able to handle it. I just was not it's able to. It's a different deal zone. Yeah, the deal zone. <laughs> it's a whole the deal other was deal. Off. The deal was off. <laughs> that deal was rejected. Much the way. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I had to pull into a jack-in-the-box and run in and, and go in. And I, put that, I put that jack right back in the box. Oh, that's what I did. <laughs> Now, didn't Jack in the Box just buy the place that you're referring to? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. They just I had did. no idea. They merged. So yeah. I, 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 I returned to sender. That's so what I did. The amazing after midnight uh, merge. <laughs> after midnight. Circle of life. Circle. <laughs> Let's get to the press. The press. Ah, the press is brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted 
for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business. And for you weekend Joes, Hustler Turf has a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. Dan Byer, what's, uh, what do you got in the press? Doug, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell had a State of the League address today, touching on a variety of issues, one of which the NFL had coaching vacancies that have been filled, said that the league fell short in addressing the lack of minority hirings and uh, had a bunch of other things to say as well, including they looked at the Brian Flores lawsuit. Remember when it was first released, the NFL said that the allegations were made without merit. Well, today Goodell called those allegations very disturbing. Also said they took the allegations that Stephen Ross, the Dolphins owner, was paying the Dolphins and Flores money to lose games. Well, they took that allegation very seriously. Yeah, that's, I I think what he originally said is what he initially feels. I think this is now the lawyer talk of the, it's very disturbing, right? You got to take it very seriously. Uh, I I, look, do I, do I think there are flaws and that the ratio uh, is not what it should be, needs to be, or eventually will be? Of course, of course, but it's very hard to force these things. It's just very hard to force these things because every job uh, is a story unto itself. I talked to a couple. I was actually talking to a couple of GMs about the process earlier today, and the, two guys said, "I heard your stuff on Flores about the Texans, and we thought the same thing. We thought if you look." David Cully was fired after Flores was fired, and it was kind of a surprise. It felt like that was going to be his job, that the Texans would not have made that move unless they they knew Flores was on the— but then Flores was unhirable after suing the league for racially racial discrimination, discriminatory practices and hiring. Just became too toxic to hire, which also we said here. And Roger Goodell, usually in these pressers, does not say anything of— Huge substance. It's not he's he's never going right. to go off script right. or say anything. Right. And the sound drops agree, and so does Siri. Right. Jason Stewart. Didn't Rachel have uh, like some pointed questions for him a couple years back, and that that made inroad that from made friends. Rachel media. from Rachel friends. From friends? <laughs> no. Asking about Ross. Yeah. And he's like, "Look, Ross yeah. was on a break. <laughs> huh. You guys were on a break." Huh. <laughs> Was it and Russ is like, thank you. Eight. We were on a break. 18 pages front and back. Uh, fine by me. People don't like Ross on Friends. I actually really liked Ross. I really liked Ross as the character. No, I couldn't stand him. So, fine by me. No, yeah. re- no reaction to my. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> yeah. I did this to Lee Mayock yesterday, though. And, and, and it's not translating on radio, but the tone it down. The, yeah, tone it yeah. down, but you also have the quotations, the Joey yeah. quotations, yeah. which aren't always quotations. And then you have the two fists together. We remember what two fists together mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, see, Ross's music phase. That's funny stuff. But, but apparently not to Jason Stewart. No, I hate him. Sorry. Oh. Uh, did you like that show, or was it too? No, I, uh, I did think it was cool. I, I just couldn't stand Chandler or, or Ross. Chandler so. Bing? Chandler Bing, remember well, you had the, had, yeah. had the boss that smacked everybody in the butt? Chandler Bing. Well, I, I, get love some I, I, I love was Joey. Chandler. Wow. I, Joey was like my third favorite of the guys. Oh, Joey's my favorite of the guys. Really? Yes. I was more of a Ross guy. This Except when he and like Rachel a, were I together. I feel the draft tomorrow. I mean, he, did, he, did, yeah. he, did, he did impregnate Rachel. 
So, I mean, <laughs> solid move. Would yeah. Ross wears leather pants? And then he goes over. Oh, come on. Ari White has his teeth whitened. Like, those are those are funny. The teeth whitening yeah. was good. I actually found a dentist who's going to wipe my teeth next week. I need that sucker done. Uh, the NFL is heading to Germany for four games uh, to be played over the next four years. Munich gets two of them in 2022 and 2024. Frankfurt, home of the Galaxy, will be hosting games in 2023 and 2025. Uh, some announcer, when they kick a field goal, is going to say Das Boot, right? They're going to say Das Boot, aren't they? <laughs> Mexico City will once again host a game in the 2022 NFL unless, season. Unless the condition of their field stinks and then we'll move it to LA just like we did a couple years ago and it became the best game of the year right yes and that's the press hey get out there and press that was the press we might have gone a little bit too long on the friends discussion but it was a worthwhile discussion it was probably the best discussion of the day to be honest if you missed any of the interviews you can download the podcast check out the all ball podcast which will drop tomorrow morning in the meantime stay tuned more great stuff from Radio Row